I'm Maya Siegel, and you're listening to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. This is part one of our free Serotonin Bonus Holiday Memories podcast. We ask you to send in your voice recordings of your favorite holiday memories, and we got so many great submissions that we will be doing two parts. There's still time to send in your memories if you would like to be featured on part two. And without further ado, let's get to it. Our first memory comes from ZG from Potomac, Maryland. So it was uh, New Year's Eve of the year 2000, and it was the first time that uh, Aulo, who was then my boyfriend, met my mom. And I remember that I had gone with my sister and my mom to the embankment um, because it was the new millennium, blah, blah, blah. And they're having this huge, you know, firework display and a big, big party. There's lots of crowd of people. And I arranged for him to meet us there just so that I could make this formal introduction. The thing is that Aula had just come back from Brazil. So he was a little bit casual, you know, overgrown hair, a bit, you know, wearing ripped jackets and all that. And so I'd advised him, look, to wear his uh, dad's, you know, he had this really nice long olive green coat uh, that his dad had given to him. And I said, you know, you've got to wear that, try and look respectable, cut your hair, blah, blah, blah. The only thing is I didn't realize that the coat was way too big for him. So when he showed up, he was really drowned in it and he looked like a 14-year-old wearing, I don't know what, playing dress up or something. So he comes up to us and... uh, I kind of introduced them and he's like, oh, hello, you know, Mrs. Um, You know, my name is blah, 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 blah. And she just looks at him up and down and she just says, hello. And she turns around and just keeps walking off. So I'm just stuck there thinking, where do I go? Do I do I stay with Aula? Do I go to my mom and my sister? I didn't know what to do. It was really, really awkward. The thing is, anyway, I mean, it ended well because uh, she grew to... They have a lot in common, so they absolutely adore each other. They they love books. They love to talk about politics at world, af- at world affairs. So they quickly developed a relationship, and um, which helps because we got married about a year and a half later. Um, so yeah, that was the most awkward greeting ever. And um, the thing is, I don't know why it sticks to my memory, but it was it was bizarre. Um, anyway, we still have the coat. He's never worn it since. Um, and that's it. Thank you so much for that memory, ZG. I honestly laughed out loud my first time listening to it. So thank you for that. Our next memory comes from Opal in Potomac, Maryland. And she actually sent us the live footage of her favorite holiday memory unfolding. Opal and her oldest sister got their middle sister a present for Christmas, and you will see or hear what happened. Okay, Ruby, you're gonna love this gift so much. (laughs) Two rubes from, why is this so light? Whoa. Uh, Two rubes from the sisters. Okay then. And Ruby starts opening the box, and as she peels open the wrapping paper, uh, you can see the box says Rotoway, and there's this uh, toilet with a blue wheel inside. A wheel fresh clean, Roto-White, personal cleansing wheel with soft touch bristles. Say goodbye. 
goodbye to costly toilet paper. <laughs> so she starts opening the box and there's these prank flaps. Don't get too excited. Your real gift is <laughs> I got a t-shirt. Thank you, Opal. To those of our listeners who don't know, Opal is my sister, and together we did prank our other sister into opening a box for Christmas that said Rota Wipe. And honestly, that's probably my personal favorite holiday memory as well. So thanks, Opal, for sending that in. And our next memory comes from some of our younger listeners from New York. Hi, I'm Johan, and I live in New York City. Hi, I'm Tilda, and I live in New York City, too. Three years ago, during the holidays, we invented a game called Whack-A-Cousin. Our cousins were kneeling in front of us. I pushed one over, and she popped right back up. I pushed one over, and she popped right back up. And that's Whack-A-Cousin. And that's Whack-A-Cousin. We miss our cousins. Well, thank you so much, Jahan and Tilda, for sending in that memory. It was really nice, and I hope you get to see your cousins soon. Our next memory comes from more of our younger listeners and their mom. My name is Isaac, and I live in Salisbury. My favorite Christmas memory is on every Christmas Eve, my elf brings us um little snow globes and i thought that was pretty fun yes this is what has happened every year so my name's ava and i also live in salisbury um my favorite christmas memory is when you come downstairs in the morning and you see your presents under the tree mostly every year i get well every year i do get mostly what i want so my name is Leanne and I live in Salisbury, Maryland. My favorite Christmas memory is decorating the tree with the kids every year because whenever we travel and have special occasions, we get uh, new ornaments and it's always fun at the end at the end of the year, pulling out the ornaments and putting them on the tree and, and watching their faces light up and they're finding their old art projects, um, little snowmen and this year a cow and I am. I just love seeing all the ornaments. There are several that I like. I like their art projects. One year they did snowmen, and they've done these little birds that um, that are um, clay birds that they painted bright red, and I like that. Um, Aunt Wendy gives us uh, uh, for Thanksgiving gives us these crystal um, snowflakes, and I love seeing all them. And we all decide which ones our favorite every year, uh, and then we got some in, uh, ornaments in Alaska, and I. I like those too because they're very rustic and they look good on the tree. So those are my favorites. The kids have their own though. Well, thank you so much for those memories, Isaac, Eva, and Leanne. If you have already listened to our first episode, The Quarantine Mindset, you probably recognize Ava and Isaac's voices from the interviews then. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you should totally check it out. Our next memory comes from Sam from Rockville, Maryland. Okay, so every single year, um, except for this year because of COVID, um, my family on my dad's side, we all get together and at my grandma's house and we have our Hanukkah party. And so one of the years, I don't remember which year it was, but we were making dinner and for some reason the main course, which was salmon, like was taking extra long. I don't know, maybe my grandma put it in too late or I don't know what, but 
It was taking a long time, but everything else was basically ready, so we just started setting the table. And then the salmon was finally ready, so we just set it out to cool for a little bit and, like, to, like, marinate it or whatever whatever we were putting it in. And so we went, we all went out of the kitchen to set the table, and we hear something in the kitchen. Now, before I f- move on with the story, I need to tell you, my grandma has a crazy dog. Her name is Coco, and she's a chocolate lab, so she, know, you know, she's medium-sized, and anyways, so back to the story. So we walk in the kitchen to see, like, what was that noise? And we see Coco the dog, her paws are on the counter, and she ate all of the salmon. Like, every single piece was gone. That was the meal that we were waiting for, and it was gone because she ate it all. So that was really funny and also really unfortunate at the same time. My grandma was extremely mad at her, but... Oh... Fun times. Well, thanks, Sam, for sending in that memory. As you told your story, I could totally see it unfolding. And next up, we have another story that I could really picture in my head. Hi, this is Bill, and I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Let's see. Ironically, one of my uh, most vivid Christmas memories involves amnesia. Um, it was a day or two after Christmas, and we were doing <laughs> return rama that happens with Christmas. I was like, I don't know, five or six, and my brother, my little brother, who's actually much bigger than I am now, was uh, four or five, and we were waiting with my aunt Sarah while my mo- in the car while my mother went into some store to return something, and. We um, we were sitting in the window, you know how you can do that, like your head out the window and hands on top of the car with your butt sitting on the windowsill of the car and uh, of the door. Anyway, we weren't really supposed to do it, but it was my aunt Sarah, and she didn't really know we weren't really supposed to do it. Um, but uh, we kind of didn't know we weren't really supposed to do it. And so when we saw my mom coming out of the store, we both dove in the car as fast as we could. But um, so I came in and somehow or another, my brother ended up going out. I mean, the story is I knocked my brother out, but I'm positive I didn't deliberately do it. But anyway, my brother fell out the window and ended up landing on his head. And um, he had amnesia. And <laughs> we went to the doctor and all that stuff. Um, I mean, he was fine a few days later, but, um, one thing was the doctor said that as his memory came back, it would be easier for him if we sort of played along with his understanding of the world as, as things came back to him. And, um, once he sort of got a conception of what Christmas was all about and what happened, um, he got it in his head. Part of his reality of Christmas was that all the presents were his, including the ones that were actually mine. And in particular, I have this very vivid memory of this evil Knievel motorcycle thing that you cranked and then pulled something. The motorcycle ran away. And uh, I, I have memories of just sitting there watching him play with my toy and not being allowed to take it from him because it was mine. And, um, yeah, (laughs) that's one of my most vivid Christmas memories. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for sending in that memory and others which might appear in part two. 
For our next memories, we actually sat down with Tina and Puyan, who shared some of their personal and cultural holiday traditions, as well as some of their favorite holiday memories. I am Christina Smith-Larney, and I'm originally from Iowa, but I just moved to South Carolina. So it'll be, it will not be a white Christmas this year, but that's okay with me. Christmas was always mom's homemade cookies. We'd make sugar cookies. And it took nine cups of flour. So by the end, the mixer wasn't strong enough. So we'd have to mix it by hand. <laughs> and uh, then we would frost, we'd cook them and then we'd frost them and decorate them together. And that was always like, they're the best sugar cookies in the world. And it's never, never quite seems like Christmas if I don't have some of mom's sugar cookies. So, and then we would sing Christmas carols. We had little books when we were little that had all the Christmas carols. So on Christmas Eve, me and my two sisters would stand by the Christmas tree <laughs> get our little carol books out and sing carols and that was always really fun so I always I still enjoy singing Christmas carols and just listening to Christmas music and at one point mom had made us elf outfits I have no idea why she made us I probably asked to be an elf (laughs) but there was a couple Christmases that me and my favorite cousin would dress up as little elves and pass up pass out all the presents (laughs) so it was just kind of a conglomeration of all these fun fun memories from Christmases past that made it memorable and then my other thing that I brought the thing the thing I love to do that's still consistent is trim the tree I have some ornaments where I've given I've given friends like this (laughs) an ornament and then when I hang the ornament that I have on the tree then I think of all you guys every year and then I have a bunch of different ones like this is a this is a little reindeer from a happy meal when I was in high school (laughs) so I go through all these random memories when I'm in the tree and this is this is just like a really old like 70s from our tree when I was growing up which is like the ugliest ornament ever, but I love it because it's from my childhood. <laughs> I do have some that I made on there though. I have a little stained glass. We made the, you know, those stained glass ornaments you can make. It's, I have a couple of those from when I was little, a dove and a, like a little a person praying. So, so those are just my favorite memories, but I think one of my favorite like thing I actually did on Christmas that was really cool was in Denver and the weather it was a snowy white Christmas, but it was about 33, 34 degrees and sunny. And we built a snowman in flip-flops. So I had my jeans and t-shirt and flip-flops on and like built a snowman outside. And it was a Merry Christmas snowman. So that was lovely. Well, that was our conversation with Tina. And now let's hear from Puyan. My name is Puyan Jamshidi. I'm originally from Iran, Tehran. And yeah, I moved to the U.S. in 2016 to Pittsburgh. Uh, before that, I was in London in, in the U.K. And then in 2018, I moved uh, here uh, to South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. Here from Christmas time, I had a couple of memories like back, back in Pittsburgh. Uh, one of my colleagues, uh, I mean, uh, invited us uh, for the Christmas Eve and uh, it was uh, interesting to to meet and uh, you know socialize with them because again like we don't celebrate uh, Christmas and I didn't have so many friends around <laughs> so it was nice like one of the memories that I can tell <laughs> we we actually spend like probably more time buying stuff food um, to take there. Um, than you know the time that we spend there <laughs> all together it was a bunch of friends that all of us like went to shopping buy food 
mainly <laughs> uh, with four cars with like full of food we went there and we ate all of them like we, we even went to shop there in charleston as well like it was unbelievable that was Puyan's story of Christmas in America. When we asked him about the winter holidays in Iran, he told us about the longest night, which is the winter solstice. Um, we have one interesting um, celebration throughout the year. We, we celebrate uh, the longest night of the year. Yeah, and, um, and like it's a kind of Thanksgiving uh, here, like family gets together, um, we uh, prepare meal and we eat, uh, we celebrate uh, a special kind of the, um, I mean, there are special things that all family eats, especially like a pomegranate should be there, you know, some nuts uh, <laughs> during, uh, during this night, the longest night of the year. <laughs> so it's a special, uh, a special uh, event uh, in Iranian uh, History. When we asked if there was a tradition of gift giving on the longest night, Puyan said that the only traditional holiday with gift giving was the Iranian New Year, which falls on the first day of spring. He also shared some other details about the New Year celebration. The only time that we give gift uh, is for our New Year. Like when I was a kid, People uh, go to, um, you know, houses of from the oldest person all the way to youngest person's um, family, uh, youngest family. So, for example, our family go and visit, like, grandma, father from two sides, and also uh, my father's families, uh, my mother's families. And uh, imagine that we should go and visit 20 different extended families of us. Uh, when we leave, you know, like they give uh, a gift to only kids. Um, that, that, that has been the, I think the only, the only holiday time that like, uh, especially kids get some sort of gifts. He then talked about the New Year's Eve celebration, which involves jumping over fire to cleanse oneself of the past year. We also have another uh, events, um, it's just the last Wednesday of the year, our own year, um, that people make fire and jump on fire. So it's also a special, <laughs> uh, yeah, on a street, people uh, go and uh, it's end of the year and like we should um, cleanse our bodies. So like jumping over fire. Thank you so much to Tina and Puyan for sitting down with us. And thanks again to everyone who was featured earlier on this episode. ZG, Opal, Jahan and Tilda, Isaac, Ava and Leanne, Sam and Bill. Thanks also to everyone who has already sent us their memories that will be featured on part two. There is still time to send in memories if you want to be featured on part two. Just like you heard today, you can talk about a personal or cultural tradition, a specific memory that may have been unfortunate at the time, but that you can laugh at now, or a special memory that will just make us all smile. Just make a recording and email it to says at gmail.com. Madeline, Julia, and I are looking forward to hearing from you. This episode was produced and edited by me, Maya Siegel. You're listening to a free serotonin bonus episode of Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. Have a wonderful holiday break, and we will see you next week for part two. Thank you.